morning, my good friends. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my live stream. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I, my name is Andre Lefevre. Let me introduce myself. My name is Andre Lefevre. And I am an independence as a journalist. My uh, website is wildnews.us, wildnews.us. Uh, extreme libertarian. I love to mouth off when things political, things cultural, things interesting. I am 12 miles east of downtown Los Angeles. Uh, the time is 10.40 in the a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and it is uh, February 7, uh, 2019, uh, Thursday, I believe. Thursday, I believe. Well, we lived this long, and we haven't crashed the Western civilization yet. Miracle. Miracle. I uh, practice uh, something highly illegal in the United States. It's called the First Amendment. And we're going to have a wonderful uh, podcast, a live stream, wonderful Periscope. And I hope you stick around because we're going to call Washington, D.C. live. And we will call uh, Senator Maisie Hirono, a rabid feminist uh, uh, Democrat uh, senator from Hawaii. Uh, Kristen Gillibrand, another firebrand feminist from uh, New York state democrat of course and uh, Kamala Harris um, from my uh, home state uh, California who is also a democrat but uh, she's a more complicated uh, she's a more complicated person she's a former prosecutor so uh, in my view her uh, liberal tendencies are just a disguise for cover because she is a product of a prison industrial uh, complex. She is, uh, well, I'm sure, she, I, I, I'm sure she's a feminist and an establishment candidate. Why are we going to call uh, call their offices in New York Live? Well, uh, if you follow politics at all, uh, you would know that there is a scandal going on in, uh, a scandal going on in Virginia. Uh, the latest accusation there is that Lieutenant Governor Fairfax uh, have uh, assaulted more than 10 years ago the allegation that he's pretty much raped. I guess he, what he did would be considered, if he did do it, would be considered rape under California law. A California uh, professor, uh, eerily similar to what uh, Another California professor, Dr. Blasey Ford, accused Judge Kavanaugh of doing. And of course, the Democrat, uh, of course, Democrat, uh, Democrat lawmakers are silent on that fact. I am on, before we call them, I'm going to call them live uh, so all of us can hear what they or their meetings have to say on the subject. Uh, I am on Breaking911.com, the headline, Woman Accused in Virginia Lieutenant Governor of Sexual Assault Details Horrific Story. And there is a nice picture of this professor, uh, Professor Tyson, and a picture of uh, Lieutenant Governor um, Fairfax, of course. Uh, let me read her account, uh, Dateline, Richmond, Virginia, 
Dr. Vanessa Tyson released a statement Wednesday detailing her sexual assault uh, accusation against Virginia Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax. Uh, Fairfax would be second in line uh, uh, for governor in Virginia if uh, Ralph Northam resigns. And let me find her statement. So let's read her statement. This is uh, the statement of uh, uh, of uh, Dr. Vanessa Tyson. Uh, she is a professor in one of the California uh, colleges, uh, universities. On the night on Friday, February 1, 2019, uh, and this is, uh, uh, this is a statement by Dr. Vanessa Tyson. I read multiple news accounts indicating that Virginia Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax would likely be elevated to governor as an immediate uh, result of a scandal involving Governor Ralph Northam. The news flooded me with painful memories, bringing back feelings of grief, shame, and anger that uh, stem from an incident with Mr. Fairfax that occurred on July 2004 during the Democratic National Convention in Boston. I met Mr. Fairfax on July 26, 2004, when he and I were working at the convention. We uh, struck up a conversation on the first day of the convention and soon realized we had a mutual friend. We crossed paths occasionally during the first two days, and our interactions were cordial, but not flirtatious. We uh, commiserated about our long work hours, and uh, on the afternoon of the third day of the convention, July 28, 2004, Mr. Fairfax suggested that I get some fresh air by accompanying, accompanying him on a quick errand to retrieve documents from his room in a nearby hotel. Given our interactions up to that time, I had no reason to feel threatened and agreed to walk with him to his hotel. I stood in the entryway of the room, and after he located the documents, he walked over and kissed me. Although surprised by his advance, I was not, it was not unwelcome, and I kissed him back. He then took my hand and pulled me forward towards the bed. I was fully clothed in a pantsuit and had no intention of taking my clothes off or engaging in sexual activity. In the back of my mind, I also knew I needed to return to convention headquarters. What began as a consensual kissing quickly turned into a sexual assault. Mr. Fairfax put his hand behind my neck and forcefully pushed my head towards his uh, crotch. Only then uh, did I realize that he had unbuckled his belt, unzipped his pants, and taken out his penis. He then forced his penis in into my mouth. Utterly shocked and terrified, I tried to move my head away, but could not because his hand was holding down uh, my neck and he was much stronger than me. As I cried and gagged, Mr. Fairfax forced me to perform oral sex on him. I cannot believe, given my obvious distress, that Mr. Fairfax thought that this forced sexual act was uh, consensual. Uh, to be very clear, I did not want to engage in oral sex with Mr. Fairfax, and I never gave any form of consent. Quite the opposite. I continuously avoided Mr. Fairfax for the remainder of the convention, and I never spoke to him again. After the assault, I suffered from both deep humiliation and shame. I did not speak about it for years, and I, like most survivors, suppressed these uh, memories and emotions as necessary means to continue my studies and to pursue my goal of building a successful career in academic. At the time, 
I found this horrific incident especially degrading given my regular volunteer work at a local rape crisis center. Over the next decade or so, I would go on to learn my PhD from the University of Chicago and become a tenured professor at uh, Scripps College, a prestigious women's college in Claremont, uh, California. Uh, years later, in October 2017, I saw a picture of Mr. Fairfax accompanying an article in the route about his campaign for lieutenant governor in Virginia. The image hit me like a ton of bricks, triggering buried traumatic memories and the feelings of humiliation I'd felt so intensely back in 2004. Prior to reading the article, I had not allowed Mr. Fairfax's career and did not know that he was seeking public office. Unsure of what to do, I felt it was crucial to tell close friends of mine in Virginia who were voters about the assault. Then October, as the Me Too movement intensified, women uh, uh, throughout the world began forcefully speaking out about the sexual violence they had experienced and, and the impact of those experiences on their lives. The courage of so many women coming forward to confront powerful men and system that allowed such abuse to occur are part of what inspired me to action. I felt responsibility to myself, uh, the beloved students I teach, and the brave women I have tried to help overcome their trauma. The passion and resolve uh, of so many survivors coupled with the job security that tenure afforded me gave me the strength I simply did not have in 2004. By December 2017, uh, I not only told many friends that Mr. Fairfax had sexually assaulted me, but I also reached out to a personal friend at the Washington Post and spoke to his colleagues about the assault. After the Washington Post decided in March 2016-2018 not to run my story, I felt powerless, frustrated, and completely drained. Again, I tried to bury memories of this painful incident and focus on my work uh, and my students. On Friday, February 1, 2019, as stories appeared in the media suggesting that Governor Northam would have to resign and that Mr. Fairfax would be sworn in as governor, I felt a jarring sense of both outrage and despair. That night, I vented my frustrations on Facebook in a message that I wrote as a private post. I did not identify Lieutenant the Governor uh, uh, Fairfax by name, but stated, it seemed inevitable that the campaign uh, staffer who assaulted me during the Democratic Convention in 2004 was about to get a big promotion. It was not my intention in, uh, in that moment to inject myself into what has become a much larger political battle. Uh, the following morning, I was inundated with messages of care and concern from friends, including many I had told about uh, the sexual assault and numerous inquiries from journalists who had become aware of my post. Over the weekend, I was uh, undecided about whether to speak out publicly. I knew that if I did so, I would immediately face accusations about my motives and be branded a liar, as, uh, as is routinely the case when women come forward with allegations of sexual misconduct against prominent men. On Sunday night, before I had uh, time to decide on a course of action, an online publication published a screenshot of my Facebook post, identified me by name, and posted pictures of me. In response, at 2.55 a.m. on February 4, 2019, Mr. Fairfax issued a statement further escalating the matter by calling me a liar and falsely characterizing the reasons uh, the Washington Post decided not to run the story about my allegations.
the Post was forced to repudiate Mr. Farrakh's statement that were significant red flags and inconsistencies within the allegations, which led it, uh, led it to decide not to publish the story by my account. Rather, as often the case in situations where sexual assault uh, by an acquaintance occurs behind closed doors years earlier, it is difficult to corroborate either the victim's allegations or the accused denials. Mr. Fairfax suggested that the Washington Post found me not to be credible, was deceitful, offensive, and profoundly upsetting. He uh, had uh, continued a smear campaign by appointing reporters to a 2007 educational video in which I talked about being the victim of incest and molestation. In that video, I did not talk about being assaulted by Mr. Fairfax. This, of course, is not proof that he did not assault me. His reliance on this video to say the opposite is uh, despicable and an offense to sexual assault survivors everywhere. Since October 2017, when I first began telling friends about the assault, I have never wavered in my account because I'm telling the truth. I have no political motive. I am a proud Democrat. My only motive in speaking now is to uh, refute Mr. Fairfax's falsehoods and aspirations of my character, and to provide what I believe is important information for Virginians to have as they make crucial decisions that involve Mr. Fairfax. With tremendous anguish, I am now sharing this information about my experience and setting the record straight. It has been extremely difficult to relive the, that traumatic experience from 2004. Mr. Fairfax has tried to brand me as a liar to a national audience in the service to his political ambitions and has threatened litigation. Given his false assertions, I am compelled to make clear what happened. I very uh, much wish to resume my life as an academic and professor. I do not want to get further embroiled in this highly charged political environment. Uh, this is the only statement uh, I and my legal team will be making. So this is the statement uh, by a doctor, uh, 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 by Dr. Uh, Vanessa Tyson. Uh, what she described uh, uh, is uh, could could be described as a rape. At least if it would happen in California, uh, that would have been uh, would have been rape. Now we have uh, seen a collective yawn from so-called defenders and believers of uh, uh, rape and sexual assault accusers. Uh, let's call up their offices in Washington, D.C. live, and let's see if they have anything, uh, anything to say on the subject. The first one we're going to call would be Senator Maisie Hirona from Democrat from Hawaii. You probably remember during the Kavanaugh hearings, she famously stood on the steps of the Capitol, I believe, and said that American men should, uh, uh, what did she say, should shut up uh, and do the right thing. Well, let's see if uh, she is willing. Uh, shut up, step up, and do the right thing. I think I'm quoting her correctly. Uh, I don't want her to shut up, but we're going to ask her if uh, she is willing to step up and do the right thing and support uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Tyson, since she believes that uh, accusers need to be believed. And I personally find that account uh, fairly credible because uh, 
instead of factually contradicting her, uh, Lieutenant uh, Governor Fairfax uh, used profanities, calling her effing, uh, uh, effing uh, female dog. So, uh, and female dog was another word was used by uh, by Mr. Fairfax. <coughs> so let's dial Maisie Maisie Hirono. <coughs> Let me take a sip of coffee so I can hold the conversation. I'm dialing up 202-224-6361, which is her publicly published uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, number. So let's see what Maisie Hirono have to say. Hi, Kelly. Uh, my name is uh, Andre Lefevre, a uh, citizen journalist. I have to tell you I'm live streaming this phone call on Periscope. Uh, I'd like to speak to the senator or somebody who can speak on her behalf, please. I'm sorry? Oh, uh, the scandal in Virginia. I'd like to get her comments on a, uh, a sexual and rape assault uh, uh, victim, uh, Dr. Vanessa Tyson, who is accusing uh, uh, Lieutenant Garvin Fairfax. I'd like to be interested to see uh, if she's willing to step up and uh, defend uh, uh, this, uh, this accuser. I'm a citizen journalist. My website is wildnews.us. All right. Can you hold on one moment? I can see Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. So we are on hold at Senator Maisie Hirono's office, and we'd like to find out um, if she's willing to step up and do the right thing and uh, support... Um, the uh, sexual assault uh, uh, survivor, and what she describes in her statement, in my view, is uh, more than just sexual assault. It's uh, full-blown rape. Uh, and she is uh, alleging that uh, uh, Justin uh, Fairfax, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia, uh, more than 10 years ago, uh, have uh, basically raped her in a hotel room. Uh, and um, again, we're on hold with um, Senator Hirono's office. I have not heard her say anything. Uh, she was very adamant uh, during the Judge Kavanaugh hearing uh, that all survivors need to be believed. Well, I would like to know if she believes uh, Dr. Vanessa Tyson. If she believes Dr. Vanessa Tyson. Uh, I mean, her statement was very believable. Uh, it's not outside of possibilities. Uh, the reaction of uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor of Virginia Fairfax, uh, which was reported, he called her an effing uh, female dog, and he used the B word. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a kind of a street language for somebody who achieved uh, uh, who achieved the success like that, which. Uh, Inappropriate, if true, uh, but uh, let's see if uh, Senator Maisie Hirono will uh, step up and do the right thing. Hi, Andre. Yes, yes, of course. Yes. Hi, I couldn't get in touch with anyone on her press team, actually. 
senator, but I am happy to uh, take any comment you might have. Well, it, it's it's a more of a question, and I'm hoping maybe somebody can call and explain. Uh, senator famously uh, pronounced during the uh, Kavanaugh hearings that uh, uh, men should uh, st uh, st uh, shut up, step up, and do the right thing. I definitely don't want Senator to shut up, uh, but I'd like her to step up and do the right thing and defend uh, somebody who's been um, accused very credibly uh, of uh, being sexually assaulted and raped. And if she doesn't want to do it, I would like to find out why. Is it because she's black? Um, I mean, what is the reason for her keeping her uh, silence on the subject? The accusations that uh, uh, the Dr. Tyson have uh, accused uh, Mr. Fairfax of are far more serious. All right. Unfortunately, I haven't been briefed on any comments on this issue, but I will uh, register your concerns, and I thank you for your call. So that's, that's, that's all. Register my concern, and uh, her office really doesn't care. Is that is that the inference that I can take? Absolutely not, sir. I just unfortunately haven't been able to get a hold of the press team who would be able to help you with this, but I do appreciate your call, and I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Have a blessed day. All right. Aloha. Bye-bye. All right, you heard it, that uh, uh, you uh, uh, you heard yourself. Um, we just uh, spoke to a uh, staffer at, uh, uh, at Senator Shirona's office. Um, I didn't hear a lot of concern in her voice, and I can't believe that uh, no one in her office knows about the scandal. Well, let's call uh, Kristen Gillibrand. Let's call uh, Kristen Gillibrand's uh, office, and I'm dialing 202-224-4451. And as uh, you remember, Kristen uh, Gillibrand was another firebrand who uh, told uh, every, into every camera, into every microphone uh, during the Kavanaugh hearing that uh, sexual assault survivors need to be believed. So I'm dialing uh, 202 Two two four 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 five one. This is uh, Kristen, uh, Senator Kristen Jarba uh, Gillibrands, who is the Dem Democrat from New York, uh, publicly published uh, phone number. So let's see if we get anywhere, anywhere here. Calling uh, Senator Kristen Gillibrand. Calling the Washington, D.C. office of Senator Kirsten Gillibrand of New York. Our staff is busy speaking with other callers at the moment, but please stay on the line and we'll be with you shortly. Thank you for calling Senator Gillibrand's office. Okay. Uh, the uh, artificial intelligence just put us on hold, and uh, if you remember, uh, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand was uh, during the cabinet. Here we go. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Andre Lefevre, citizen journalist, wildnews.us, and I have to tell you that I'm live streaming uh, this uh, phone call on uh, Periscope. I'd like to speak to the senator or somebody who is uh, who can speak on her behalf. Okay, uh, you said you're with the press. I'm a citizen journalist, yes. Okay, um, so I have to forward you to our press line, if you don't mind. Not at all. Not at all. All right. 
So we're calling Senator Kristen Gillibrand, and uh, we're being for, uh, forwarded to the press line. Let's see if somebody will condescend uh, uh, to talking to us. Uh, I found it on very, very uh, rare occasions that uh, 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 people at that level are willing uh, to uh, talk to journalists on the on a live stream. But there's always an exception. Uh, I have in the past have talked to uh, to spokespeople and staffers and had interesting conversations. Uh, again, during the Kavanaugh hearing, uh, Senator uh, Kristen Gillibrand uh, did not shy away from cameras and microphones uh, to say that uh, sexual assault and rape survivors are to be believed. Here's the phone is ringing. Hello, press. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Andre Lefevre, citizen journalist, wildnews.us. I have to tell you I'm live streaming this uh, phone call on Periscope. Sorry, I couldn't hear you, sir. My name is Andre Lefevre. I'm a citizen uh, journalist, and I'm live streaming this uh, phone call on Periscope. Can you hear me? I'm sorry, I still can. Maybe it's the. Uh, so, okay. Can, can what, you, what's your outlet, sir? Uh, Wildnews.us. And again, just want to make sure that you know that you're being live streamed on Periscope right now. Um, may I ask your name? So, um, sir, I'm a press intern. Okay. Well, the reason I'm calling, I have not heard, uh, or I have not heard the uh, senator react to the uh, to Dr. Vanessa Tyson's uh, sexual assault uh, accusations against uh, Lieutenant Governor. Uh, Fairfax in Virginia, and I'd like to know if she's uh, willing to uh, support Dr. Tyson as she did Dr. Fault. And if not, I'd like to find out why not. So, I am going to reach out to someone, uh, to the private person on the press team. Uh, hold on one moment, please, um, while I get in touch with them. Thank that you. Right? That's perfectly okay. I think uh, I confused this person a little bit, but at least we're getting someplace. Um, I know that uh, these high-powered uh, uh, Democrats don't expect to be called uh, about something like that, but uh, consistency is consistency. Uh, again, uh, Senator Kristen Gillibrand was not shy during the uh, Kavanaugh hearings to tell uh, every microphone and every camera that sexual assault survivors and rape survivors should be uh, should be believed. Extension number four. Here. Hello, sir. Yes. Um, unfortunately, um, everyone from our press office seems to be a bit busy at the moment. Um, I would love to take um, a message from you and pass that along to them. Sure. Um, I, uh, um, tell me when you're ready. Do I have your uh, contact information? Sure, let me give you my name first. All right. My first name is uh, Andre, A-N-D-R-E-I. Mm -hmm. Last name is Lefever. It's spelled L-E, F like Foxtrot, E, B like Bravo, V like Victor, R-E. All right. My uh, phone is uh, 714-202. Okay. 
2579. All right. And again, I very simply want to find out why a senator has not come out yet in support of a sexual assault survivor, Dr. Vanessa Tyson. And if she basically, and why didn't she come out? Sure. Um, what is your email address? That's perfectly okay. That's perfectly okay. My website is wildnews.us. Okay. And my email address uh, is uh, wildnews uh, at protonmail.com. And proton is P R O T O. N, and then the word mail, dot com. Okay. Dot com? Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, sir. Um, also, you are more than welcome to um, email our press line with um, your question. Would you like me to give it to you? No, that's perfectly okay. I was hoping to get somebody, uh, hopefully senator, or when I'm doing my periscope. But, you know, you have a wonderful day. Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So, uh... That's pretty much normal. At least we didn't get a voicemail uh, and people didn't hang up on me. So uh, it is obvious that nobody uh, nobody in the... Uh, let me put the right uh, page on. Uh, nobody in Kristen Gillibrand's office wants to talk about this subject. I'm not surprised. I am not surprised at all. Well, let's call uh, the senator from my state, uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris. She was another one who wasn't shy uh, during the Kavanaugh hearings to uh, tell into every microphone and into every camera that uh, sexual assault survivors uh, should be believed. Yet there's not a peep from her about Dr. Vanessa Tyson. I wonder why. So let's find out why. So let's get her number. Let's get her on my phone. And I am dialing 202-224. A three five five three, and it's a publicly published uh, her Washington D.C. office uh, uh, number. Calling uh, Senator Kamala. Hi, this is Kamala Harris. Thank you for calling my Senate office in Washington D.C. If you would like to leave a message to share your opinion about an issue, press one. If you need general information about our office, press two. If you would like to speak with a member of my staff, please press three and someone will be with you as soon as I just pressed three, so let's see how far we're going to get. Senator Harris's office, how may I help you? Oh, well, good morning, sir. Uh, my name is Andre Lefevre, citizen journalist of wildnews.us, and I'm live streaming this uh, phone call on uh, Periscope. I would like to speak to the senator or one of her spokespeople, if I could. Well, um, I can attempt to answer any of your questions uh, that she has come out publicly, um, but I do work in her office. So. Okay, may I ask your name? What? May I ask for your name? Sure, my name is John. John, real pleasure. Yeah, my name is Andre Lefevre, wildnews.us. Uh, I would like to find out why... Uh, uh, senator have not come out in support of Dr. Vanessa Tyson, who apparently was sexually assaulted slash raped 
by Lieutenant Governor Fairfax of Virginia. Uh, I'd like to find out why a definite silence uh, from her in her office on this subject. Well, Senator Harris has not come out publicly with any uh, statement about that case yet, but as from past uh, similar situations, Senator Harris is a fervent uh, advocate for sexual assault victims. So, um, but I would encourage you to keep watching her Twitter and press releases yeah, but, uh, for if she does come out with something. But the question is, she was very, very vocal when uh, Dr. Ford came out with her accusations. Uh, of course, Dr. Ford is white. Is it the fact that Dr. Vanessa Tyson is black that uh, she is withholding her support of her? I mean, after all, she was not shy about saying that all the sexual survivors should be believed. For anything that she hasn't come out publicly and said. So she simply did not come out and say anything for the reason that... She has not commented on the issue at all. Do you know why? No, I do not. Okay. John, I appreciate Oh, okay. John, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you so much. You're Hello. Welcome. Have a great day. Bye you bye. too. Bye bye. All right. So, uh, here we go. Simply don't want to talk about it. Um, you know, it's, it's obvious. Uh, it is obvious that none of those three female senators want to uh, get involved uh, supporting a black professor in California against a black lieutenant governor in Virginia. Uh, this is the worst, absolutely the worst, the worst of uh, identity politics. Uh, and uh, I, feel, uh, I feel really bad for Dr. Vanessa Tyson. Uh, if what she said is true, and it rings true to me, it wasn't convoluted, and it wasn't from a uh, hundred years ago uh, in a recovered memory uh, that a, uh, a uh, an arrogant uh, an arrogant uh, Democrat staffer uh, lured her into his bedroom and forced her to perform oral sex on himself. Uh, th this is far far more uh, plausible than what Blasey Ford, uh, Doctor Blasey Ford, has accused. Again, I don't know; I wasn't there, but. Uh, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyways, uh, I need to get back to work. Uh, before I go, I am uh, on my website, wildnews.us. If you want to get in touch with me for some reason, just click on, on a contact info tab. My contact information is there. Uh, if uh, you don't know me personally, my phone number is there. I suggest email me first. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, I appreciate you joining me on this, uh, uh, on this uh, podcast, on this live stream, on this Periscope. Uh, appreciate it a lot more than I can uh, ever tell you. Uh, have a blessed day. If I have time, uh, we'll have another uh, uh, live stream uh, later on today or may not. If I get busy, and let's hope I get busy because I don't get paid for this. Uh, when I get busy, busy means I'm making money. Uh, but uh, maybe after 5 p.m. I'll have half an hour to do another live stream. I hope so. Otherwise, we'll see you in a few days. God bless you guys. God bless you, ladies and gents.